0: Welcome to Catholic stuff, you should know the J Ten Initiative.
1: Here we go, folks. Over to Catholic stuff you should know. It's Father Nathan,
0: Father John. Good to be with you tonight. Very basic intro. Very basic. I had a feeling it was going to be a basic uh, intro kind of night. It was. Yeah. It's yeah. It's been a kind of
1: basic night.
0: Yeah. It's been a basic day. Yeah.
1: It's We are in day day two of uh, Lent, if you count uh, Ash Wednesday as day one. So um, we're on day two, and uh, I still haven't figured out what I'm going to do for Lent. So uh, tonight I had chocolate and liquor. That'll do it. What was the bar you said you had for lunch? No. Lent. I had, uh, So the the diocese always puts out, I, we had a presbyteral council today. They always put out a little bunch of snackies. Ah. And uh, they had 100 grand bars. 100 grand? Which are very... My tempt- dad
0: loves those. Oh. Yeah. If hundred thousand dollar bars that they used to be,
1: if a, if ever somebody has access into the candy world, could somebody make a fun size whatchamacallit? <laughs> I there's only regular size and king size. Well, who who eats whatchamacallit? Me. Yeah,
0: that's probably. Like you if you're looking at a, if you're looking at a board, you know, full of, you're going to choose a whatchamacallit. I would say I would choose a whatchamacallit
1: sixty percent of the time. Wow. Payday thirty percent of the time. Snickers. Snickers ten percent. Snickers ten percent if it's if it's at the if it's at the grocery store or something, like yeah. the convenience store. If it's in a bowl
0: and they have three musketeers, Milky Way and Snickers, it's like ninety percent. Yeah, we used to eat those three musketeers, we'd eat all the chocolate off and you would just have the mm. the little center some. Little nougat. A little nougat, uh, but no. There's no. There's there are fun
1: sized almond joys, and there's even fun sized mounds
0: and hundred grands and paydays. But no, what you I know. See, this is you had a career. You had a lot of career options. You know, true. Vegas singer. You know. Oh, dang it! But the uh, I think you could have worked for Nestle or whatever. You know? I toured the Nestle factory in Switzerland. Uh, no, it's oh. in Bloomington. Ah. Uh. Yeah, the fact there's not really factories in Switzerland, are there?
1: Well, I don't know what they made there. I think they made crunch bars. Who
0: eats crunch? crunch Who bars.
1: chooses to eat a crunch bar?
0: <laughs> oh man,
1: somebody out there is the treasure of the crunch bar fan club. Who's a podcast listener? Is like, what?
0: What's the candy from that Seinfeld? We have we're in season three right now. We haven't gotten to it. We just got we just watched the these pretzels are making me thirsty. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Fantastic, such a great episode. But what's the uh, the bar that she stops? A juju fr- No. Yeah. Is that what she stops to get when yeah. Putty's, Putty's in the hospital? You know what it, I'm talking it, about?
1: I don't think it's Putty. It's that guy that uh, who uh, is super cool and George wants to be like him. Okay. And then he refers to himself in the third person.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I'm, I haven't seen in a long time.
1: Though. Gosh, what's that guy's name?
0: Not Lloyd Braun.
1: No. No. She stops and gets a, a juju fruit, right? Juju
0: mm-hmm. bees. Well, and then there's the dots into the surgery episode. Also, so. well, that's those are Junior Mints. Oh, Junior Mints. Okay, there you go. So, anyways, we've covered a, we've covered I think uh, most of our topic here. It's on, the only on, candy on with coffee. a cookie crunch. Yeah, that's true. So that's another episode. So yeah, so uh, a basic night, a basic introduction.
1: I do have one thing that I'm doing. I've already two days in a row. Yeah, doing good on it. Okay, I wake up every morning, and uh, I pray the prayer of Saint Ephraim. Oh, which I'll pray at the end of this podcast.
0: Okay, very nice. So it's a good one. Okay,
1: very good. Do you have anything that you've started
0: for Lent? Yeah, yeah. I got some things going. Um, I always find alms giving to be the toughest to kind of true work that out. What is that going to look like? Mm. Uh, and I've decided to read theologians that I don't like as part of my alms. Wow. Yeah, like not like Hans Kuhn, like crazy people, but just ones that I just don't like. And I'm like, you know what? I ju- if I'm at a dog on their books, I probably should read them. Roner? Uh, not so much Rahner. Okay. More like people who hate von Balthazar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. And people I know who hate von Balthasar. That's kind of if I building was, relationships. If I was reading those, reading. I, I
1: would I would set my drink on the cover. You know, like yeah. make it all sweaty so
0: that it just got all stained. Oh yeah, yeah. Besmirched. Right. Exactly. So yeah, that's uh. That's a weird one, but that was actually Tony Davis's recommendation. Interesting. And I was like, that's a weird weird thought, but it's actually, I think it's going to be good. I think the Lord confirmed it. And then I, I just find that the examine just gets, it's one of these things I just continually struggle sure. to be yeah. faithful to, so yeah. we're back on that. Mm-hmm. So we had one examine last night, so there you go. Okay. Well, I mean, the, the sample size is pretty small. Right. That's what I need. I need a fun size examine. A fun size examine?
1: Do you make those? Is that possible? Yeah, you can. That's sort of just the emotional check-in where it's like, how, One am, of the, I,
0: how am I doing? I'm doing great. I feel great today. See no, I, I don't think I've ever had that examined. I'm just like, man, I am just great. No. One of the parish houses has a 10-minute examine every night with Niper and I was like, boys, I don't even know. I think I'd be asleep. Yeah. So. After a certain hour, it's, it's near impossible. Keep it fun size. I do think that uh, Lent is a great time to kind of shore these things up, but also to... Bounce it off a spiritual director or a priest friend or just to somebody who, you know, has a steady prayer life. And instead of just kind of saying, I think I'll give up chocolate again for Lent. Right. And I think you actually, you should, you should actually uh, pray about it and let
1: the Lord present different options. Right. Because it'll be weird. You're like, I want to do this. And he's like, no, I'm actually, I'm inviting yeah. you to do this. And, and fa- like, yeah. no, I'd,
0: I'd prefer to do this other thing. Right. And fasting is not dieting. Right.
1: It Father John made me upset the other day. Do you want to tell him what you said? Uh, I don't remember. I mean, we've had a number of That's true. robust discussions. I said, week. I said I don't like White Rascal. Oh, yeah. I don't like White Rascal. And I said, "Do they have any other beers?" And you said, Where was this? This was at the the post diaconate party. And then you said, you said Is what? This when you walked away? Yeah, it's when I stuck my fingers in your beer. <laughs> Because you're like you're like, Oh, you looking for a low calorie beer? Trying to count the carbs? I was like, You little craphead. So then I stuck my fingers in and his beer I just and walked think away. Fonda,
0: she's got you wrapped around her finger. I haven't seen Fonda in two weeks. Man. It's gonna it's gonna go down. I think that yeah, fasting I was just convicted today that the gospel we had was um if you desire to fall come after me, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. And I thought, you know, I I am terrible at suffering anything. Father John Nepple suffers. Remember that the uh, <laughs> oh yeah newsflash. <laughs> Father John experiences Experience suffering. Suffering. God bless South Demore. <laughs> it was experiences suffering, and then the, the the quote was finished. Right. Yeah. It was just one Some, of those. Suffering email. is knowledge to God, but it just it shortened it, and everybody's been giving me oh, crap it was so about funny. that. For, so I. But I, what I was struck by was I was like, if you want to suffer well. You have to practice self-denial. You have to deny yourself and then take up your cross. And, and that's where it's just like, oh, the suffering, you know, how can we bear this? And it's like, well, we don't practice self-denial. So I, I think it's, uh, self-denial is good. Don't reach for those. I mean, you got some, some of your munch upstairs is like, like those peanut butter things you just threw at me. Yeah. Which I received. Yeah. But yeah, I it. was, those, those things are the Trader Joe's. Um, Dark chocolate peanut butter Wow, wow. I bought Whoa. those for Andrea Polito. How oh, many yeah. are left? Eight. Yeah,
1: not very many. I miss. I I bought them for her, but then I didn't see her, and then at some point I was like, "Well, I got to open." Oh, these. I thought
0: you were accusing Andrea of eating them. All. I was like, "Ooh, careful!" No, careful. nope, she hasn't had any. Mm-hmm. You can talk about. Are you go, Are you going or am I going today? It doesn't matter. We're both I can, going. I can today. Lead, I can lead in because lead uh, actually, what we're talking about, what we're talking
1: about, directly relates uh, to my topic. All right. So, uh,
0: whereas Father John normally does Mariology, right? I thought that was a funny joke. You gave me your stupid laugh this afternoon. When that was I said, good. I said, "What do you want tonight? A twelfth century or thirteenth century Mariology?" <laughs> <laughs> you rascal! <laughs>
1: yeah, but I mean, that was funny. I laughed. You You're
0: you with your cool friends on the Presbyteral Council. I know what that was. Yeah, like. and we were like, "You were like, who's that guy? What a, what a nerd!" I know how it works. Um let's City put, of, let's put them in a locker. City of
1: God. Not
0: I was walking past them today carrying City of God and they were like, Come here, you little one. Give us your milk money. It's like actually,
1: oh, no, <laughs> the Presbyteral Council thugs. Actually I said I said that to, I said that to the spirituality your guys. They were pulling their little wagon like over from the kitchen to the yeah. spirituality house and I was like, Hey guys. I was like, You got my money? And they're like, What? And I was like, You know. And they're like, No, I'm like, never mind. Never mind. You
0: obviously didn't have a childhood. Exactly. I should have just sucker punched one of them. (laughs) That would have sent the the point, yeah. Okay. Tell Brady I'll meet
1: him at the flagpole. That's right. All right, so um, I am actually, I'm I'm not doing a whole lot of Mariology, but we're going to touch on it. Today we're going to talk about this book called The Preparation for Total Consecration According to St. Louis de Montfort. Is this (laughs) the same
0: one that you did? Yeah, old school one. But this is an old school one. I mean, is it the same format? So you have three, I think, evolutions of this thing. You I'm got not, that one. I'm not talking about the the fun. It's the not even fun
1: size. It's the mini-sized version with 33 Days to Morning Glory. No, I'm not talking about that.
0: No That's, offense. No offense. Well, we can, we can no, offend. I, I wasn't crazy about that, that version. And there was the middle version, which was a little more kind of worked out, but it wasn't Medi- added meditation stuff. And then there's the bare bones original total consecration, which is. I think that's this. Let me see it. I think that's this one.
1: I mean, 33 days to morning glory is fine. I think it, yeah, more people we can get through it, the better. I should be careful because I think that there are some people that have found great profit through that. And I haven't done it including yet. Including your bishop. Including my bishop. But what I'm saying is the original, the OG was Louis de Montfort. Right. Okay. Is this the same one? Uh, I think so. Okay. I so I made this uh, consecration. You um, you start on a certain day and you end you end you know however many days later on a Marian, and you, Marian feast day. on a Marian feast day, right? And I I knew that I was going to be in the Holy Land um, during one of the days of the consecration, and as it happened, I was going to be at uh, Mount Carmel, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Um, on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. I was like, you know what? No greater time than now, okay? Mm -hmm. And I was faithful to this. I got to be honest. I did not do all my offices of the breviary, confessed, but I didn't do all of them. I did not um, say all my masses during those days, confessed, but I did pray all of these. Wow. I did pray all of these because I was like, I got to keep the streak alive. Cal Ripken okay <laughs> I mean Ripken. Cal Ripkin and I, like I mean it'd be two o'clock in the morning and I would be like yeah I am gonna finish this okay that's impressive so I don't know what you know what it means but I'm actually going to this is a side note I would like to do a podcast that's just reading these meditations so that you can listen to the podcast every day for however many days 33 days or something like that and then you'll always remember and then more people can do it what do you think about that? It sounds like us? we got ourselves a new J10 initiative. A J 10 initiative. Yeah. Father Mike Rapp is going to be super excited because he wants to he wants to start like everything but Catholic stuff.
0: I know. Coffee so, in the Kingdom.
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna i t- I'm gonna tell him, and I think Father Mike would actually be like, yeah, dude, let's do it. So I did not find any more profit. The word that stayed with me the entire time that I did this um, this total consecration was nothing greater than i read on page one page one which is a good place to start so if you're gonna hook somebody he's yawning by the way um if you're gonna hook somebody breathing you better hook them on page one deep breath okay so uh i'm gonna skip the first paragraph but because i just want to focus on this this the second paragraph page one i think this could profit you for the rest of lent okay the first part of the preparation should be employed in casting off the spirit of the world, which is contrary to that of Jesus Christ. Nothing impressive there. The spirit of the world consists essentially in, quote, what would you say? If I was gonna tell you the spirit of the world as, consists essentially in? Pride. Pride, sure. I had never considered this, ever. The spirit of the world consists essentially in the denial of the supreme dominion of God. Mm. A denial which is manifested in practice by sin and disobedience. Thus, it is principally opposed to the spirit of Christ, which is also that of Mary. The spirit of the world consists essentially in the denial of the supreme dominion of God. And I had to wrestle against... Because uh, I had... I. I, I I wasn't a big fan of the total consecration. It was sort of a fad. You didn't like the litanies? No, no, no. I mean, whenever I, s- whenever I saw it before, it's like mm-hmm. everybody's got the chain. Everybody wants to know why you haven't done it. Right. Everybody suggests it, and it's like, why? What is so important about the total consecration? I want to give myself more to Jesus. Why do I need to t- consecrate myself to Our Lady? And in the first, in the second paragraph on the first page, to begin meditating on. Uh, what, is, what is the spirit of the world that I'm trying to cast out of myself? The spirit of the world consists in the total, what was it, the total rejection of the supreme
0: dominion of God. Yeah, the denial of the supreme dominion of God. A, a denial. denial. A denial which is manifest in practice by sin and disobedience.
1: A denial of the supreme dominion of God. When I think about that, I, I immediately sort of react and say, I don't know if I believe that God has dominion over all things. Mm -hmm. including myself. And I I think he helps me. I think he's my my Lord, my Savior, you know, my whatever. And even using those words like Lord, what is the Lord? The Lord is Dominus. So what does the Dominus do? He has dominion. Mm -hmm. And I really wrestled against what does it mean to give up one's uh, dominion? And you're right, that's pride. In short, dominion is I am in control, but God will not allow anyone else to be in control but him, and his supreme dominion is vast, his empire is vast, and therefore I have to pay him my obedience and render myself uh, like in line with that very line, mm-hmm. the supreme dominion of God and i would just reflect on that throughout the day and i was like why am i so upset about this because i'm actually i believe that i'm i'm the master of my own life
0: yeah this is your dominion
1: this is my dominion mm-hmm. this parish is my dominion this mm-hmm. rectory is my dominion the way in which i live you know my penances or or my virtues or the things that i do or i don't do are part of the ways in which i exercise my dominion my one of the earliest memories that i have is telling my aunt maria you're not the boss of me yeah so
0: what does that mean yeah one of the worst things you can do to a a child is to give them the sense that they get everything that they want right that this is your dominion that you are the center of the universe you know there's a funny yeah don't, don't don't be the boss of me there's a great story about my cousin sam who's now in his 20s but he was little and um my mom said something to him hey don't do that and he goes. And he said, like uh, he yells at yells back, You're not the boss of me. And Uncle Gus goes, You tell your Aunt Mary that you're sorry. And he goes, I'm sorry. I kind of through his teeth. And and he goes, Hey, she didn't hear you. He goes, Her heard me. Her heard me. Sorry. Her heard me. Her heard me's been a running joke in the family of that. But yeah, it's it's that kind of the denial of the supreme dominion. What's interesting is that the that denial of the supreme dominion manifests itself in the concupiscence of the flesh. Give sense of the eyes and the pride of life, which is from first John, which corresponds to Brady preached about this on Ash Wednesday, to the three acts of prayer fasting yes. and almsgiving, which correspond directly to the threefold kind of forms of concupiscence, which are the ways that our own attempted grasp at dominion plays out. So yeah, this is this is interesting. It's also good to note that it's consecration to Jesus through Mary. I know you were saying that, but it's yes. Jesus. The consecration is to Jesus Yes, through Mary. Yes.
1: And I had to learn that. I had to learn that because I just had this idea that it's like, you know, you've heard it before. It's like we're slaves of Mary, Mm -hmm. you know. And Our Lady is the one that actually in her perfection renders herself completely vulnerable, open, capable of receiving the imprint of God and actually saying, you're the Lord. Do with it whatever you want, whatever you say do whatever he tells you let your word be done in me and i am i as a man i i want control i want i want to figure out my plan and and exercise it in in most situations somebody called me a big picture guy would you say i'm a big picture guy no not really i'm not even a small picture guy
0: it's kind of medium picture
1: i'm kind of like you tell me your picture and i'll tell you why it's wrong yeah why are you saying it so dejectedly, John?
0: Well, I was just thinking you're more of a food guy than a picture guy, right? Right. You're about creating. I just, yeah, big picture people. It's like ideas. They live in the world of.
1: Right. I'm like, what's, for dinner? Would, what's for dinner? What's for dinner later?
0: Dinner. We have to feed these these guests we have tonight. Right. Right.
1: But I mean, I I was I was grateful to actually keep that as my as my meditation for the whole of of the consecration and you do all of these litanies, you know, litanies to the Holy spirit litanies to our lady um, litanies to, I think the face of Jesus or something. Um, But ultimately it all comes back to what are we trying to, to, to reiterate that God is Lord yeah, and I'm not, and he does not share power and he doesn't like it when I get what I want and I can somehow cut out the middleman, which is, like, I don't really need you or your spirit. Just, like, make things happen for me. And I would say that if, if I had to—because I'm actually going to preach on this this weekend. Um, so this will come out next week, so all my parishioners will be like, what? We already heard this. Um, but uh, the, the threefold temptations of the devil are related to deny the dominion, the supreme dominion of God. That God is in control, that he does provide, that you will find delight and, and joy in his service, and that, um, what's the last one? Worship, that by um, all the kingdoms of the world will be yours if you'll just fall down and, and worship me. Oh, I guess the the second one sort of, um, uh, you know, throw yourself down from the temple and everything. But I mean, ultimately, it's like you're in control. Right. You're in control, and you can figure this out. And I'm like, if most of Lent if most of Lent is just saying, I'm, I'm actually not in control, I'm not in control, and I'm going to surrender my desire for control in a number of these situations, I think it would be much better. Yeah.
0: I, we oftentimes kind of abstract the faith and our quote-unquote problems with it and say, yeah, this is like, um, you know, I have intellectual problems. There was this new poll study that came out and it's like 35% of Catholics actually believe the full all of the teachings of the church which I think is remarkably high um, given the state of things um, so all these kind of issues with it, but it's really not it's about control it's about power it's about the dominion of the Lord and uh, sure there's, there's hang ups with if we don't understand the church as the dominion of Christ right so there's that great line from St. Augustine he says that the church is munus reconciliatus ecclesia, the world reconciled, the church is the world Mm -hmm. reconciled to God, Mm -hmm. that that's the dominion. And thinking about Mary in particular, it's like she is the one who perfectly lives within the dominion of God, which is the reality of creatureliness, right? Yeah. And precisely what happens is that he makes her the queen of the dominion. That's, That's the... The kind of beautiful paradoxical logic oh, of wow. when you actually surrender your dominion, your your f- f- fake kind of pseudo control and power struggle, he actually exalts you. and But you have to first humble yourself.
1: Which is beautiful because the the Lenten antiphon for Our Lady, the Lenten hymn for Our Lady is Ave Regina Caelorum Ave Domina Angelorum. Angelorum. Domina. Hail Queen of Heaven, hail mistress, master feminine, mm-hmm.
0: mistress of the angels. Mm-hmm. So now, the tradition talks about her as Domina a lot. I mean well, in, yeah. in a participatory way in the the Dominus, the Lord. Um, but she's the lady. I mean look at St. Ignatius, read anything from the spiritual yeah. exercise, it's always our lady, our lady, our lady. She's Domina. But the lady,
1: the lady is like you know, the master of the house. She's the she's the mistress of the house, right. like not in the, whatever you know daytime television sh- sense, but like she's she's the one that runs the whole thing. Like she's the what's it called uh, Downton? She's the m- the queen bee, mm-hmm. not the great
0: grandmother. I'm thinking of the Thanardiers from Les Mis. You're kind of like you know master of the house. No br- way, br- br- maybe br- 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 in your worst moments.
1: But I would say I mean. Uh, Whatever your penance is going to be for Lent, hopefully in some way it doesn't just reinforce your own control, your own control and yeah. your own will. I had to say, I had to say to someone the other day, I need you to help me to uh, surrender my need for control. And by knowing certain things, it it reinforces my desire to actually be in control. So I actually want to be kept ignorant about that. Right. And that was helpful, right? Because I had been doing the surrender novena, um, and I was getting to a point where I was like, "I'm praying this novena because I want God to give me what I want." Instead of, "I'm praying this novena because I want to relinquish my desire to be in, um, to be in control." All right. And I, I returned back to the you know words from the the Gloria. You know, you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone of the Most High, Jesus Christ. And I sometimes want to put my name in there. I will be. Yeah. I will be exalted. And it just won't work. It just doesn't work well.
0: The theme of my Lent um, seems to be rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, which is from Psalm mm. 51. And so you think about, you know, the destruction of yeah. Jerusalem, and yeah. it's the destruction of the kingdom that God gives them, but then that they appropriate to themselves and he has to allow for its destruction in order to make them on and poor and humble again. And, uh, I think that he does that in our life. So sometimes he takes us down, he cuts us down a notch, but then the prayer rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, rebuild your dominion and fortify my soul and my life and my faith, but do it according to your, this is your kingdom. Your dominion, my heart, my soul, my life, um, yeah, and so some of us need to pray that the kingdom gets destroyed, but some of us are feel if you're feeling destroyed, then it's pray that the Lord rebuilds it, but he rebuilds it as his dominion I, and no longer ours
1: but it but and part of what you do in rebuilding the kingdom is actually by saying instead of. All right, I'm going to have fortifications and I'm going to have all of these boundaries and rules and whatever else. You actually just say Veni Sancte Spiritu. Like we need the Holy Spirit to come in because in the midst of in the midst of a world that's just completely swirling and if, you know, terror on every side in many ways, like we can be those stable persons because we have the spirit within us. Our Lady conceived because of the Holy Spirit, not because she said, okay, now I got to figure it out, and I'll, you know, do all of these cool things, and eventually he'll die, and, you know, I'll get a, you know, whatever, Basilica in my honor in France. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that was a great, it was a great uh, meditation for me, especially in the midst of the Holy Land, where... Like they are they are so poor. Like the Christians in the Holy Land are less than four percent, less than eight percent. Um and when all of the pilgrims come, they're the majority. But all the pilgrims come and then leave. Mm-hmm. And there's a way in which they have to rely more on God to be there. You know, the Lord is my rock and my refuge, my fortress, my stronghold, you know, I stand firm. We as Christians in the United States can kind of stand behind. Well, we have religious freedom. We have the Constitution. We have all these buildings or whatever. Like even today, it's just like, like, what would happen if we went bankrupt? Would that be would that be the the worst thing? Mm-hmm. And or would it be we would actually have to start proving that our faith is in God and not just in the remnants of the past. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Well done. That's a good, uh, good little uh, very debut. Sim- debut into very uh, Lent.
1: simple, a very simple word for the beginning of Lent. Um, the spirit of the world is precisely in the
0: rejection, the denial of the supreme dominion of God. Right. So I like how your brain works because you take one thing and you go to the depths. Right. Karonsky said that some go to the heights. Some go to the depths. He said that at your first mass. I think he was referring to two people.
1: Hence the reason why you focused on hiking to the mountains right. and I focused on Teenage meeting Ninja Turtles.
0: <laughs> we, all, we both did, right?
1: But they went to the depths,
0: John. Oh, I see. Into the sewers.
1: Into uh, the yeah. sewers.
0: That is true. Well done. We're well both done. we're both doing shorties tonight. Make the consecration, but I'll tell you what's funny about the con- you When's know my the next day? you know my consecration story. No, I did it years ago because that was the cool thing to do right after your conversion, right? I would do these like fifty four day novenas and like oh. thirty three, you know, like a- the longer the better. Already you know? started. What you already missed it? February twentieth. They'll have to start again. In... March twenty sixth is the next pickup date. And then it, they go until... it ends April twenty eighth. What's that? Uh, random so i was consecrated did the consecration renewed it for years and then when i was a young priest in boulder just one year it just didn't happen i think it was my first year as a priest you know yeah i didn't i didn't do it sure and you know what happened i woke up one morning after not doing it and it was gone the the uh, chain gone off my wrist couldn't find it anywhere in the room just It was like I'm unconsecrated. I was like freaking out. Wow. Isn't that crazy? So that was the last time I wore the chain. So mine,
1: I don't know if I I think I told you this story, but like I made the consecration at at Mount Carmel. I was super excited. I was like, this is going to be the best day ever. Okay. Um, I was sick. I had uh, pretty much like, you know, just feeling the effects of running ragged or whatever. we go to Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and I'm like, great, we're going to celebrate Immaculate Conception. Mm-hmm. And the celebrant for that day, who will remain nameless, said, "Nope, we're celebrating the first Sunday of Advent." I'm like, "Excuse oh. me, we're at Mount Carmel, and it's the Immaculate Conception," and they're like, "Nope, we're going to do uh whatever." So I preached; it was not memorable. It wasn't you know that good. Um, Father Keith Kenny decided to hear; he l- witnessed my consecration. In the middle of the consecration, a uh, homeless or mentally ill person came up into the middle of Elijah's cave where I was making my consecration and started taking selfies of himself, like kind of pushing me out <laughs> of the way. And it's kind of a... Yeah. Yeah. I can think of the space. And I was just like... And I just kept reading the consecration because was nothing more I can do. And I could tell that Keith was getting upset, but like uh, I finally finished and then we got done and, you know... Some other things happened that I don't need to share here. Um, And uh, I walked out of there and Keith goes, "Um, that must have been a really holy event because that was crazy. What was going on right next to you with that guy. And uh, I was like, agreed. And then somebody goes, you should go into that coffee shop and get an almond croissant. And I did. And it was amazing. (laughs) That was my story.
0: (laughs) Our lady. That was the day of consecration. No, that's it. That's it. That's it. Because you were losing control. That was the whole point. You don't get to control what your experience of prayer is like. I get to decide when I'm going to have super special moments. Yes. That's
1: kind of true. Boom. That's kind of true. I thought it was going to be this scripted sort of okay, I've done all of the days. Like, it's got to happen. You know, heaven's open. You're you're the
0: Cal Ripken Jr. of uh, Total Consecration. I don't think I've ever made it through without missing a day. Yeah. I'm not good with novenas and stuff like that. Believe it or not,
1: I don't know what my deal is. I think you got to do them with somebody. That's part That's of it. That's part of it. So, um, yeah, if anybody thinks that would be a good idea, I, I will. I will commit to that. I will do the. I will read every single one of these uh, preparation. Be careful days. what you offer. Well, all we got to do is record it like you know, nine
0: times. All right. So, anywho, shout outs. Shout outs. I got the best email this week. From this is the best holy hour this morning. Oh my gosh. You love that. Line. Tell me more, Kyle Stewart. You know that name? Yes, the naval guy. We're out in the naval guy is he wife, out in uh, his wife Kylie California? And their two daughters Charlotte. They got Lynn pregnant. Dryden. They got
1: pregnant through the intercession of
0: Madonna, Madonna Del, del Parto. Parto. I know, and I, so I love this story. Like he's he's depicting the whole story of uh, you guys must have been in. Were you in L.A. with Ola? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We went to Chicken and Waffles together. And I was like, How did you get Gobel out? Like, random people get you out. It must have been Roscoe's house of Chicken and Waffles. Yes. Smart move. Yes. And he said, You guys had a wonderful conversation. And um, you said, Your intercession at Madonna del Parto was great. Because you you wrote me and said, Pray for them there. Yep. And then I sent them holy cards. Yep. But I had no idea who this was. Right. Now they got two beautiful that's little awesome ones. and i just thought you know what this is an aw, this is just this is an amazing email because prayer is real like prayer is actually real intercession is real and um i just I was like man i am so privileged to uh um uh, to just hear this and so kyle thanks for thanks for a great email and thanks for listening and uh thank you for sending some pretzel bites my way i said do not send All them right. to Global's place i actually gave him my address so um uh
1: I owe Kyle a podcast because I had a fascinating conversation with him about military ethics hmm. and morality and I I promised him that I would do this podcast but I haven't had the guts to do it so uh, maybe we'll
0: see about it pray about it that's what priests say when they don't want to do something I'll, I'll pray about it yeah. have you ever heard that from people? would yeah. you be my spirit instructor father? let's pray about it uh, yeah <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Um, The only shout
1: out I have is to uh, Sarah Glenn Ambrose Whose birthday is today Mm. Um, So I I did the funeral for Ethel Ann Lewis Winkler Something Okay. German last name I think Um Welcher I don't remember sorry I I just remembered Ethel Ann Lewis was her uh, First name middle name And um I did that's her grandmother and so she texted me and said can you come over to my house Mary Glenn Mary Glenn's house for a uh, reception in my grandma's honor by the way it's also my birthday
0: and you're not a minivan and I'm favorite like favorite I am Mary literally Glenn.
1: just like covered in in guilt so but I had a great time uh had some fascinating conversations more more to come uh some of the uh uh, Glenn daughters have some Very interesting questions About the Catholic faith and we will cover it in a different episode
0: Very nice I'd like lastly to give a shout out to the new deacons Yes Especially our new companion deacons Deacon Sean Conroy And Deacon Peter Sursich And Laura Sursich who listens to the podcast Finally got to meet her Where was she? Peter's mom She was oh hobbling around sorry. because
1: her foot I thought you were talking about his sister I was like he has a sister? No he has a brother yeah, I know. There's two of them. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the mom. Mrs. Sersage is what I called her. Okay. <laughs> she got mad at me. I guess me. we're on a first name basis. You would be. But yeah. um, I got, when her son was still on crutches, I said, you know, uh, congratulations, you're now my new seminarian. Now go get me a beer. <laughs> And his mom, she didn't like that. Laura, was like, no, he's not going to do that. And then I find out she's like one of the most high-powered women yeah. in the history of women. Right. I was like, probably not the best idea.
0: Yep. She listens? She listens. Okay. Faithful listener. Probably, yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah, probably. Now she's, yeah. Poor Sirsitches. They Two years ago, I'm skiing Cormayor with uh, Peter, and he... Busts his foot, breaks his breaks a, f- a bone in his foot, and he still he still needs another surgery. Yeah. And then his mom goes out for first run of the year, breaks her foot.
1: Is that what happened?
0: Yeah. So Peter's dad, whose
1: name I don't know either, I call him Mr. Mr. Sersage. Mr. Sersage, um, he's from Long Island. Yeah. And uh, he and I might do a deli tour of Long Island, just stopping at different delis because oh, he was telling me all about it, and I'm like, that sounds amazing. If, gonna, I, if I ever get under 240 pounds, I will put them right back on. I was going to
0: say, we're going to make Fonda do a like, fraternal group check, you know, improve these things. So. All
1: right, folks, we are fading. we got another episode got another to new pop news. out. So we're coming back. We're coming back in 2 and 2 right after that. Chuck Woolery. <laughs> we'll see you later.